Welcome to Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy. Welcome to Energy Analyst Talk. My name is Jake Wright, and here with me today is Chris Barber to talk about small refinery exemptions. That's nice to be here. So before we get started, what exactly are small refinery exemptions? SREs stand for small refinery exemptions. Under the RFS program, small refiners, um, those refineries that are below 70,000 barrels a day, could apply for exemptions from the RFS obligations uh, due to their lack of scale and in some cases small isolated markets. Um, They were really used to ensure that there was no undue economic hardship for some of these smaller refiners in specific regions. So Chris, recently there was a court ruling on small refinery exemptions. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled on a case that challenged the EPA's ruling regarding small refinery exemptions, or SREs as they're more commonly known. The court's ruling indicated that the way the EPA applied the exemptions in these specific cases was not correct. The court's interpretation was that the EPA could only extend existing exemptions and not expand the number of exemptions, so not include new exemptions for refineries that hadn't had them in the past. So why was the case initially brought against the EPA? Uh, The reason that the case was initially brought against the EPA is uh, some believe that the EPA has overextended its authority and significantly expanding the use of these exemptions um, in in recent years. And why are small refinery exemptions so contentious? Um, They're they're contentious because the the expansion of SREs in recent years uh, has significantly reduced the deficit in D6 RIN markets. Limits on ethanol blending and gasoline had D6 RIN markets trending toward larger deficits prior to the increase in SREs in recent years. The expansion of SREs lowered the number of D6 RINs required for compliance, so it's moved the market closer to balance and has significantly lowered D6 RIN prices. D6 RIN prices were much higher three to four years ago prior to the expansion of credits. Why is the ruling important? The court's interpretation that EPA could only extend existing exemptions and not expand the number of exemptions could have farther reaching implications for biofuel blending and pricing. If the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling holds and it's applied to the larger expansion of SREs in recent years and not just the specific exemptions involved in this case, it could have a significant impact on RIN market balances and prices. So what would some of those impacts be? Uh, Because of the nested structure of RINs, uh, a significant change in the balance of D6 or conventional ethanol RINs can have a significant impact on both ethanol and biodiesel markets and pricing. If there is a larger D6 RIN deficit, it means that additional advanced RINs uh, will be needed to satisfy D6 RIN obligations in a given year. Uh, Since the majority of the deficit in conventional ethanol RINs has traditionally been satisfied by um, biomass-based diesel RINs, it will likely encourage additional biodiesel blending. I see. And why is this significant? D4 or biomass-based diesel RIN prices will have to rise uh, to encourage additional biodiesel blending volumes. In addition, D4 or biomass-based diesel RINs will become the marginal RIN uh, in the D6 market, which will increase D6 RIN prices as well. Although the waiver to allow E15 blends year-round will likely begin to lessen D6 RIN market deficits in the next two to three years, if EPA is forced to claw back the recent expansion in small refiner exemptions in the meantime, we could see higher RIN prices overall higher D6 RIN prices are more significant 
because they are by far the largest weighting in terms of cost for obligated parties like refiners. All that said, uh, I think this is far from over. The EPA is likely to appeal the ruling, so I think we are a long way from having any certainty that the ruling will hold. Uh, if the ruling doesn't hold, uh, then we will continue to have a, a surplus of D6 RINs and much lower RIN prices, both of which will lower the incentive to blend additional ethanol and biodiesel into the transport stream. Uh, as a result, I, I think the near-term impact uh, will be limited uh, apart from marginal speculative increases in rent prices. Thanks, Chris. We appreciate you joining us on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy.